0: welcome to the project fitness podcast for fitness professionals and fitness enthusiasts who want to be better at life fitness is the greatest investment of anyone's life however it's not easily obtained and anyone who says different is just plain wrong Join award-winning personal trainer and strength conditioning coach Chris Fudge every Monday as he explores all aspects of fitness that can lead you to your optimal health. If you want to learn useful, practical how-tos of weight loss, exercise science, nutrition, or just how to optimize your time in the gym and life, this show is for you. Hey, welcome to another episode of Project Fitness Podcast. So today in Project Fitness Podcast, we have what's called our 10-minute how-tos. And in 10 minutes or less, I'm going to tell you how to get a pump. So first, we must understand what is considered a pump. So in the context of lifting, rather than things like a flat tire or Cialis. So a pump or a muscle pump happens when you're working out. You visually actually see your muscles tend to grow. They expand in size. They're growing right in front of you. They're getting thicker. It's all good. People want this. However, it's actually slang for like a phenomenon known as cellular swelling by the scientists. Um, the pump or cellular swelling is just magnified or amplified by resistance training. When we're doing resistance training, we're doing some form of say like bodybuilding style lifting. And that's actually where like anaerobic glycolysis actually happens. So that style of training, we're doing reps between rep ranges of like six to 20 depending on the individual. But I mean, if you're, if you're gassing out in that rep range, you, you're probably going to get a pump. So those higher rep ranges also wanna be accumulated with some form of low level resistance, um, some form of low level recovery. So you don't want long rest intervals there. So 30 to 45 seconds tends to be pretty good when you're doing those. So in those exercises with short rest periods, you're going to have a substantial amount or accumulation of like metabolic byproducts. So lactate or inorganic phosphate, like those are going to accumulate in the tissues. So this causes plasma to actually like seep out of the capillaries and into the interstitial spaces in between once, you know, the capillaries are overflown and then it goes into the muscles. So that is what's actually happening when you're getting a muscular pump in like the scientific world or the cellular world. Okay, now let's talk about why you might not be getting a pump. So you might not be getting a pump for a few reasons. And, and one would probably be nutrition. So for a lot of us, when we go and we want into the gym, we want to get a pump. We're usually lacking something that helps. So one of those macronutrients is carbohydrates. So carbohydrates are essential for two purposes. One is their energy. So carbohydrates are broken down into glycogen and glycogen tells your muscles to contract. So when you don't have enough carbohydrates in your body, you're not going to be able to contract or work out pretty hard. So easy ways to go about that is the meal before your training. Make sure it's heavy in carbohydrates or the night before, make sure it's heavy in carbohydrates so that your glycogen stores are pretty high. What carbohydrates also do is for every one gram of carbohydrate or one gram of glycogen that's stored in the body, three grams of water are also there. And water is very important to get a pump. If you are dehydrated or you have some form of dehydration, your blood volume and your circulation are going to be negatively affected. And if your blood volume and your circulation of blood are going to be minimal, it's hard to get a pump because you got to be moving that blood to the working muscles. So hydration is really important. So you want to make sure that when you go to the gym, you've drank enough water prior, as well as maybe even the night before. So an easy way to tell if you've got enough water in your body is your bathroom breaks that you've had before you go and work out your urine is is it transparent or has like a tint of yellow to it. That way it's a good guideline or a good you know safe way of looking at do i have enough water in my body if you're going to the bathroom and it looks like you know you're <clears throat> you're, you're, you're urinating something between the colors of uh brown green and, and yellow then like hit an aquafina real fast so how do we get a pump during exercise dehydration so the other thing to consider when we talk about nutrition is electrolyte balance. So we're looking at like sodium and potassium. And, and if those are low, you're going to have some problems. So these two electrolytes are actually crucial for muscle contractions because they are required for the nerves to tell the muscle to contract. So if your sodium levels, I'm not talking, I'm not talking like table salt, I'm talking like good old sodium here, Himalayan salt, sea salt. Like that's the good stuff that you want here. And your potassium levels are also low. Your ability to actually contract the muscle well are going to be hindered. So if you can't contract the muscle well, can't get a pump. So, how do we get a pump during exercise? Well, there's a few ways. So here's five. So one is you want to choose a more isolated exercise versus like a compound exercise, and you want to actually isolate the muscle. So exercise that involve like a, like multiple muscles at one time would be considered compound. So if I grab a barbell and I and I clean it up and I press it over my head and I bring it down, I do a bent over row and then I do a, a step back lunge and a side back lunge and then I do um, like an aquafit dolphin kick bicep curl into a burpee. You are going to get tired, but you are not going to get a pump. So you need to isolate a muscle to cause fatigue, to generate a muscular pump. So how do you do that? Number two, put the body in a brace. I'm talking like a cast. So if you want a muscle to do the movement, everything else is locked and frozen. It does not assist at all. So an example to do that would be an exercise like a leg extension or a preacher curl, where you can use machinery to assist you in isolating the body. So let's look at the leg extension. You could be sitting on the leg extension. You can grab those handles at the sides of the pad, hook yourself into it, pull yourself down. That's going to eliminate any inertia or momentum from the hips. Take your midsection, brace your core and pull your ribs down and lock it. You could be sitting upright. And once you're held down in that position there, the only thing that's gonna move that pad is the shortening of the quadricep. So push your shin or your ankle into the pad, extend the legs, hold it, hold it, and then lower it down in control. That eliminates any momentum or any other muscles trying to assist. That's an easy way to get a pump. Let's say we're gonna get a pump and we're gonna use a preacher curl for the biceps. The preacher girl is phenomenal for getting a pump because you can isolate the bicep by pressing the tricep or the back of the arm into the pad and pressing it in a downward position, taking the shoulder out of the exercise. Once the shoulder is out of the exercise, the only way you're flexing that elbow or bending it is through the bicep. So using something to press into is going to assist or amplify your body's ability to isolate the muscle. So number three, Keep your rest period short so the accumulation of cellular swelling actually occurs. Once you stop moving, you start recovering. So once you start recovering, if you recover too much and that blood plasma has actually gone to more of a basic level, then your pump is going away. So keep your rest period short. 30 to 45 seconds works great here. And I highly suggest to anyone, make sure you have a stopwatch. Number four, don't superset. I repeat, do not superset. Don't go from one exercise to another exercise, especially if they are different exercises. Instead, do a drop set. So take the exercise that you're doing. Once you can no longer do it with good technical form, reduce the weight and continue doing repetitions. Then as a bonus, take the same exercise. And if you cannot do any more full range, do partial ranges. So let's take an exercise, um, a barbell bicep curl, because when we talk pump, we're talking arms. So a bicep barbell curl, let's say you got a 40 pounder and you're blasting out curls at a medium tempo. You can no longer maintain form without a little bit of a swing. So drop the weight, grab a 30 and continue. Let's say you can no longer maintain form with a 30. Instead of dropping down to a 20, just do a few partial repetitions in the mid range of the exercise where your muscles still got a little bit of juice left and where you're still strong using zero momentum. The last tip for how to get a pump during exercise is train to fatigue. Actually train to fatigue. You can get a high heart rate doing isolation-based movements if you actually train to fatigue. So what does that mean? It means training harder than you think you are. It means going until you can no longer do another quality rep where you have to use some form of momentum or inertia. It means getting uncomfortable and embracing the discomfort. Embrace the pump, what I like to say. If someone had a gun to your head and said, could you do another repetition? And you can honestly say no, then you've trained to fatigue. So again, top five, how to get a pump while exercising. One, isolate the muscle. Two, isolate the muscle by putting the body into a cast. Three, Keep rest periods short to accumulate cellular swelling. Four, do not superset. Instead, do drop sets and partials. And number five, train to fatigue. Actually train to fatigue. So this is the first installment of the 10-minute how-tos. And how to get a pump, now you know how to do it. So go get schwoll. And remember, if swole is the goal, size is the prize never stop learning because life never stops teaching. If you've learned at least one thing from this podcast and your mission is to help other people, please share this podcast with them. And a reminder, we will be releasing one episode every Monday for the entire year, so make sure to hit subscribe so you get the updated information as soon as possible. Today is the first day of the rest of your life, and thank you so much for allowing me to be part of it.